Pulpa MX Network production. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Kiefer Tested Podcast. The podcast you come to for the straight insight on all things moto-centric. Hard parts, bikes, gear, suspension, motor mods, and more. It's Kiefer Tested. Here he is, Chris Kiefer. Hello, boys and girls and children of all ages. Welcome into the Rocky Mountain ATVMC.com. Kiefer Tested Podcast presented by FXR Racing. And of course, Race Tech. You guys want to do some shopping? Head over to Rocky Mountain ATVMC.com because it is the trusted online source for parts, accessories, gear for dirt bikes, side by sides, ATVs, and street bikes. Low prices and unparalleled customer service. Free three day shipping over 75 bucks. It's so easy. Why you guys should be heading over to keferinktesting.com right now, clicking on that RMATVMC banner, and then continue to live your life and do your shopping. And that gives us a sliver of what you guys are purchasing and helps us out on the back end. Helps us out a lot. You guys know this show, you know the spiel. So don't need to get into it all the time, but we appreciate it, and thank you, and we see what you guys are ordering. So uh, thank you very much for doing that. FXRRacing.com. Get yourself some new gear. If you haven't tried FXR Racing uh, ever or in the past or lately, do yourself a favor and go over there right now. Use the code KKMX35. Save yourself 30% off your order. That's a huge discount for gear right now. And uh, by the time you guys listen to this, the Revo will be on sale. Helium is on sale. Kiefer Inc. testing gear is almost sold out. There's very, very little uh, sizes available. But for those who have purchased it, thank you very much. We appreciate it. And it's great stuff. So uh, just trust me on that. Head over to fxrracing.com and use that code. Save yourself some money. Tell your friends and uh, send me some photos. A lot of you guys have been doing that lately, so thank you. You can tag me at kkiefer120 or at kieferinktesting, and we'll uh, try to repost that for you and blow you up. That's right. Racetech, racetech.com. Good people over there. Great work. You want your suspension done, revalved, resprung, just serviced? Hell, you want some engine services done? You want Andrew to tune you a Vortex ECU? Racetech does all of that and more. You can go to Racetech.com to check everything that they do out. And, of course, email me, chris at keferinktesting.com. If you want a discount code to save yourself some money, if you're going to buy some stuff over at Racetech or maybe you want to get your suspension done, you want a discount of that. You can uh, just simply sales at Racetech.com or email me, and I'll get you uh, the correct pathway to save yourself some money. That's what we try to do over here. And the rest of our sponsors that support this show, Power Motorsports is a great dealership. If you want a bike, you know what they sell. Kawasaki's, Hondas, KTM's, um, been using them for a long time. David over there will help give you the best deal. No nonsense, no bullshit. Uh, Works Connection, 
I don't think there's a nicer business owner slash human being than there is Eric Phipps over there at Works Connection. Great guy, great products. They stand behind their stuff. So if you guys want to get some trinkets for this bike that I'm about to talk about right now, head over to worksconnection.com. Ride Engineering, another guy, Adrian over there, also makes great parts and triple clamps. He's actually redoing his... YZ450-250 triple clamp right now. He's going to try to make a split clamp that's a little bit better than stock. Chevrolet of Colleen, Texas. Get yourself a Chevy like a rock. I was strong as I could be like a rock. Chevrolet of Colleen. God, that just sounds so good. Go get yourself a Chevy. ProTaper.com. Get yourself SX race band on this YZ450F. We're going to talk about and enjoy the comfort. 6D helmets. Use the code Kiefer21. That'll save you 100 bucks off a of 6D. Oregon Old Timers Association, OregonOldTimers.com. If you're a vet, you want to race with good dudes, good people, um, less sketchy riders, and just all around have a great time, Oregon Old Timers Association. They go all over the West Coast, so go check them out. ScreenPrintingDone.com. Vic shirts are on sale, people. Hit up Heather at KieferInkTesting.com. Get yourself a... Yeah, you okay, Magda? And you okay, Magda? Vic shirts. That's right. Uh, if you haven't seen what that design looks like, you can go to up on my uh, Instagram, Keyfring Testing. Um, those are on sale, so hit up Heather Dunlop. Uh, this bike that we're going to talk about comes with MX33, so do yourself a favor and get a Dunlop. That's right, a Dunlop. Zach, Plum Creek Funding. Sometimes we got to grow up, right? We need a house. Sometimes it's just it's inevitable. We got to be adults. And Zach is here to help us be an adult to refi, or if you want to purchase a home, he does some great work. Zach over at Plum Creek Funding, uh, you want to get in touch with him, hit me up, chris at keferinktesting.com, and I will get you in contact with Zach Morris. That's a crazy name. My name is Zach Morris. Imagine being Zach, and he's, you know, he's probably my age, and growing up and seeing Saved by the Bell and Zach Morris. You're like, what in the hell? That's awesome. Probably got a lot of play from being named Zach Morris, honestly. And last but not least, Blood Lubricants. Um, you can go to bloodlubricants.com. Use the code Kiefer. Save yourself 25% off a case of oil. What we use over here is the 1040 Pro Series oil or, that's right, Scorpion Blood. 1040 Scorpion Blood. Great oil. Uh, keep your engine running tip-top and get yourself some Blood Lubricants. Those are our advertisers. Thank you for supporting. We appreciate it. And, of course, uh, there is some companies that I do use that I really like, and I never really mention this, and they do not pay me. They do not advertise in the show, but one of those companies is Twin Air. Um, I'm really a big fan of Twin Air. Um, I've actually tried to get them on the show, and they won't do it. But, nonetheless, I'm, I, I really don't give a shit about that. I think they make great products. So, uh, Twin Air. And, I'll, actually, if you guys are wondering about motorcycle socks, uh, I'm kind of weird with motorcycle socks. I've, I've I went through many, many types. I went through Stance. I went through uh, FXR. I've gone through Fly. I've tried all different kinds of motorcycle socks and found out Fuel Clothing. So Fuel, F-U-E-L, clothing. Uh, they make socks, and they're really good. And Travis Preston actually turned me on to this guy, and they're really good. So, again, they don't advertise. I just thought I would throw that out there. If you guys are looking for some quality motorcycle socks that are comfortable, and you don't have to sweat your balls off in them, uh, fuel socks. So that's my spiel. All right, guys, what's up? How are you guys doing? Uh, I think we're having two episodes this week, so we're busy, deep, 
deep into 22 testing. And uh, this one is all about the 22YZ450F. And before you yell at me or email me or bark at me on my Instagram, uh, yeah, am I, bummed, am I bummed out that Yamaha didn't uh, completely redesign or change their motorcycle? A little bit. But I also understand it because, look, the pandemic, uh, pandemic sorry, um, has put a halt or um, a delay on a lot of R&D stuff. We've had this thing going on for going on two years now, and it's put a bind on some situations to help develop motorcycles. Uh, usually there's joint tests between the Japanese and the American side, and this goes for a lot of manufacturers, and that has halted. Uh, we can't travel over there. They're not traveling over here, and everything's kind of separate, so it has delayed everything. To ship parts over here on boats, to, to ship motorcycles, prototype units, uh, that is delayed. Everything is just fucked. Right? I'm going to use that word. It is. If you got kids in the car, turn it down. I'm going to use it again. It is fucked. So this is not a surprise to me to just kind of roll over the 21, a little bit of changes. I mean, let's face it. They uh, reduced some unsprung weight in the in the rear wheel, um, 0.15 uh, pounds on the hub, on the rear wheel, and then the hub minus 28 grams. Uh, the spoke lacing pattern went to a 3-by from a 2-by. Uh, sprocket is a little lighter, minus 42 grams, and the chain is minus 73 grams. Um, there's new fork and shock settings. Uh, what they did increased mid- to high-speed dampening force. We'll talk about that. So, again, on paper, when I'm looking at it, it's barely anything. And for you guys out there, uh, they're going to buy a motorcycle, a new Yamaha, uh, very little change. Um, I'll say that right now before we even get into this podcast. If you can find a cheaper 2021 and you're going to save yourself over a thousand bucks on one, get a 21. Uh, plain and simple. Uh, the changes that they did make help a little bit in the suspension side of things, but the wheel, the sprocket, the chain, I, I, it's just, it's just looking at it on paper. I'm just like, okay, there it is. I don't notice it. Don't know if I ever will. I'm going to change my sprocket out of, you know, within 10 hours anyway. I'm going to change my chain out. Um, that's not to say that's not quality pieces. I'm just saying that's just how the cookie crumbles with me. I'm going to change my sprocket. I'm going to change my chain. I'm going to go to a DID chain because I know what it does. Um, I do not know who makes the stock chain, but I said this in the 250F podcast. They are quality chains. I'm not scared to run a stock Yamaha chain. It, I, I've ran it for over 10 hours, and it's been fine. Sure, it stretches out a little bit, but a knock on wood, hasn't broke. So uh, I'm gonna, I have no problem running it. So the 2022 Yamaha YZ450F, uh, if there is one bike that I've had the most time on, it's not a surprise to you guys. I've put a lot of time on Yamahas. I, uh, on my own time, I compete on Yamaha YZ450F. So someone said, Chris... Uh, I'm going to put you in a couple races this year, and they're very important, and I want you to do good. There's two bikes that I would probably go race that I feel the most comfortable on, and those two bikes are a YZ450F and a KTM 450SXF. Those two bikes would be my go-to bikes. If I'm purchasing the motorcycles, as of right now, those are the two bikes that I would purchase for myself to have the best time for me. Uh, so... 
hopping on the YZ450F doesn't feel any different right away. Where I start to feel like something's different is when I start to push it into corners. You're going to notice if you come off of a Yamaha, maybe an even older Yamaha, 1920, that this fork and shock is quite a bit uh, stiffer feeling uh, than the stock older stuff. 21 moved more. It dove in the front a little bit, but with Yamaha and the R&D team, they wanted to lessen the pitching sensation off-throttle and then the squatting sensation on-throttle. And I think they achieved that for the most part. Um, very difficult to get extra hold-up in high-speed uh, compression you know, ratios without getting a negative effect, a.k.a. harshness. Very hard to do. I will say this. <clears throat> they did achieve that. Uh, I get less pitching. The bike is a little bit flatter, but I still had to go up on compression. I'm 173-ish pounds. Um, I gained some weight when I was on my uh, knee program, knee surgery. Hopefully that drops off here shortly, which usually it does. Uh, but I still feel like I had to go stiffer on the, on the fork. I ran my SAG 104, 104 mil, 105. That's a good setting for a YZ450F. And I felt like it was a little bit better on charging into bumps. Now, if I'm cruising, hitting light bumps on the track, there is a little bit of a, of a firmer feel to me through my handlebars. And I'm not going to say harsh because like I've experienced harshness and Harshness to me comes in the form of deflection, um, hurting my hands, uh, my hands going to sleep, arm pump. To me, that is all in this little box and present and the, with a bow on it. That's what you call harshness. If I was delivering it to someone, I go, here you go. Here's a box of harshness. That's what's inside of it. That is not quite the case with this YZ450F. It is firmer feeling. And it is a different sensation. It's not the normal, comfortable sensation that you get on a Yamaha. You will get a little bit of extra holdup, and you will have a little bit of extra uh, holdup on slap-down landings. But you're still getting a little bit of dive off-throttle. And I did this all at Paris Raceway, California, um, where it's a tighter track, um, clay-based dirt, hard underneath, slick. So I haven't really got to try it on soft dirt yet. <coughs> Excuse me. So, uh, I would say they did succeed in getting uh, a little bit more balance on a YZ450F, but I'm not going to say it is a huge difference and it's going to make me want to go buy a 2022. It is a little bit better in certain situations, but I know some of you guys are a little bit bigger. You will appreciate that. The lighter guys, maybe not so much. Um, you will have to adjust. So, there are some adjustments that need to be made on a yz 450 and some of that would have to go in on the compression. Um, you can open up that rebound a little bit. I've tried to soften the shock because I did notice on acceleration that I had some some harshness in that little box, that present. Had some of that harshness on acceleration. So I opened up that high speed in eighth turn. Actually, I didn't. I had the guys over there at the R&D department, um, Stevie and Travis. They opened that up for me, and it just felt low honestly like that was a big change and it's only an eighth of a turn so I went back to stock opened up low speed softened that and that helped my 
sensation to get less harshness feeling on acceleration. So there will be some baseline settings. I got to ride this at a, little, at a couple more tracks. I have two more tracks I want to ride, then I'll put up a baseline setting for me on the stock stuff of the 22. And uh, you guys can look at that and try that. But as of right now, um, it might be a little bit more work to get a setting to uh, make it work at all these other tracks that we have here in California. So I will be working on that. I'm not completely sold on the suspension setting yet. And to uh, <laughs> to let you guys know, I'm kind of I've been that way on Yamaha's before. I've tried a 2020 back in the day, and I was like, yeah, I'm not sold on it. And then I rode it. Uh, it broke in. I changed some settings, and I was really happy with it. So this tone that you hear from me right now, or uh, the the review that I'm giving it right now could change. It could evolve. So make sure you always check back to my website uh, or Steve's website and look at the articles that are there and the and the baseline settings because those thoughts and those feelings that I'm sharing with you guys right now can change uh, just because I've ridden the bike a little bit more. I figured some things out and I went to more tracks. This review, this podcast is all based on one day uh, one ride at one track. So, although fairly sure on this, 75 to 80%, you know, that other 20% could come into play later on. So just know that. So that's the suspension feeling for the 2022 to the 2021 because I can already tell you guys are going to email me and say, hey, Kiefer, uh, I can get a deal on a 21. Do that. Absolutely do that. I don't think it. all these little things in the on the – Sprocket chain and the wheel is going to make a huge difference for me. I would save some money. Um, if you're 200 pounds plus and you're going to buy a YZ450F, chances are high you're going to have to get springs anyway. So do yourself a favor, save some money, and use that towards uh, some suspension work through somebody, you know. So go to Racetech and go to Enzo. Uh, there's a couple of really good guys that do KYB work. Those two are come to my mind. And you can put that money that you save on buying a 21 and use that on your suspension. So um, there's that. So another little little tidbit I want to add, if you go to the racerxonline.com video that will be up this week as well, I used a 50-some-year-old retired guy named Greg Loop. He's one of my buddies. He was my best man in my wedding. Uh, he rides occasionally. Um, he doesn't get to ride as much as he likes, but then again, he's just your average guy that wants to have a good time on a motorcycle, doesn't want to get hurt, and doesn't want his, you know, to hear his wife bitch at him when he, if he does get hurt. So he wants to stay safe and stay on the motorcycle. He's never been a huge fan of a YZ450F, but if you go to that video, he was pleasantly surprised of how well this bike corners. That's right. You heard me say it. The Yamaha, it does corner. There's a stigma out there, Okay. There is a stigma out there that the Yamaha can't corner, that it's a, it's a big toad, uh, it's heavy pig. Um, you go to these other websites, and they just say, oh, my God, it needs to lose 10 pounds because the KTM is so light, and it, it's so much better when you have a light bike. That's, uh, that's all bullshit. Sure, there are s- certain areas of the track where the KTM is awesome because it fucking feels light. I'm not going to say I can stand up longer in a corner because of a KTM and its lightweight feeling. Got it. Understood. But when it comes to being planted on the track, there's some clout to the weight thing. All right. Adding weight to a bike hurts and helps. Where it helps is it bike feels planted. 
Would I love to uh, have the bike lose a little bit of weight? Yeah, but it doesn't need to weigh as much as the KTM for me to lay to say it's it's a shootout winner. It's a shootout winner because it's two hundred and thirty-two pounds. Eh, whatever. I go off of how it fucking feels out on the track, and it turns fine. In some instances, cornering stability is better on a Yamaha than it is a KTM. If the rut is fudged up, okay, and chopped out, the Yamaha goes through those ruts a lot better because of the weight. Once it's leaned in, that's the problem, all right? That's the negative. It's the start, the lean, a little bit heavy, okay? But once it's in there, it's fine. Hey, guys, thanks for listening, and thanks for hanging tight. We're going to do some commercials, get some discount codes. Of course, save yourself some money. We'll be right back. All-American Chevrolet in Colleen, Texas is a proud supporter of Keeper 8 and invites everyone to experience the difference for all of your Chevy sales and service needs. Mention Keeper Inc. and get 50% off your next oil change and a front end alignment at no charge. Remember, whether you're hauling your bikes to the weekend track, trail, or race, or commuting to the job that pays for your moto habit, we have the truck to get you there in style. Visit us online anytime at ChevyColleen.com. That's All-American Chevrolet of Colleen. Chevy, find new roads. ScreenPrintingDone.com T-shirts! Get your sassy T-shirts! Yeah! Good morning. We didn't catch your name last night. ScreenPrintingDone.com I'm not supposed to be within 200 feet of a Chuck E. Cheese. I need that shirt. Where'd you get that shirt? ScreenPrintingDone.com Let's get into this T-shirt. It's a cute top. Where'd you get that shirt? ScreenPrintingDone.com That does sound awesome. I see things no one should ever see. I got a pretty dope sense of humor, bro. ScreenPrintingDone.com <laughs> You an older dude looking to race some races, maybe looking to do some longer motos? OregonOldTimers.com is coming out with a new 2021 schedule. We will have that up on the new shows in January, so check them out. OregonOldTimers.com. Any questions about going to the Old Timers Association, hit me up, Chris, at KieferInkTesting.com, and I'll help you out. See you guys at the races next year. Hey, Kiefer, what oil should I run? What weight should I run? Lots of emails coming in about oil. You know what I choose? Bloodlubricants.com, 1040 Pro Series Synthetic Oil. If you guys haven't run Blood Lubricants Synthetics, you should try it. Email Jeff over there at Blood Lubricants, info at bloodlubricants.com. Mention the code Kiefer, get 25% off a case of oil. I run the 1040 Pro Series in all of my test bikes here. It works great. Keeps the engine cooler as well. Clutch life is enhanced and longer. I go through clutches on that Yamaha YZ450F every 10 hours. Now I can go 15 hours. So great oil. Email Jeff over there. Use the code. Save yourself some money. Email me, Chris, at KieferInkTesting.com. If you have any questions about the oil, I'm happy to help. You got a new bike? Hell, you got an old bike? Go to ride-engineering.com. You can use the code KT25 to get 25% off. If you're looking for anything chassis-related, clamps, bar mounts, axle blocks, whatever it is, they even got calipers, brakes. They do it all over there at ride-engineering.com. So go check them out. Use the code. Save yourself some money. If you have any questions, you guys know the email. Visit them. Ride-engineering.com. Hey, did you crash? Or maybe you're just looking for a different handlebar bend. Go to protaper.com and go look at the Evo and Fusion line handlebars. 
I run the Fusion on the KTM 450, and I run the Evo on the YZ450F. Doesn't matter what you are. You like crossbars. You don't want a crossbar. Pro Taper has it. They got grips. Dude, they got some nice, soft grips. I'm a half waffle soft guy. Greatest grips ever. Go check them out. The Race Cut grips. Come on. I am an SX Race Evo and Fusion guy. So go check them out. ProTaper.com. And if you guys are wondering about handlebar dimensions, go to KeeferInkTesting.com. There's a complete article on which handlebar dimension is best for your bike. Go search around. It's a fun article. Keyfring testing, it's a great place to do it. You know what else is? Pro Taper. ProTaper.com. Maybe you're at home or in the car and you listen to the Kiefer Tested Podcast. Maybe you already own a home. Maybe you're looking to purchase. You know what? Rates are down, so maybe you should try refinancing now. I know Heather and I just did. You can pull cash out, debt consolidation, or... Maybe you just need some credit score advice. Deal with a professional that has been in the business for 25 years, dude. And this guy rides. He's a good dude. Zach Morris. No, not saved by the bell, Zach Morris. He's licensed in California, Nevada, and Colorado. You can call or text Zach at Plum Creek Funding, 720-212-4685. You guys have any questions about Zach, hit me up, chris at keeferinktesting.com, or just simply text him yourself, 720 212 Four six eight five Plum Creek Funding. Zach Morris, hit him up. You guys looking to buy a new bike? Two thousand twenty ones are out. Go to Power Motorsports. That's right, they're in Oregon. PowerMotorsports.com. If you guys want a deal on a Yamaha, ooh, or a Kawasaki, ah, or maybe, just maybe, you want a KTM. They got them all there. They have Kiefer Inc. testing special discounts. Email me, chris at keyforinktesting.com, and I will get you in touch with David Sibley. That's right, David Sibley at Power Motorsports. He knows the drill. He knows Kiefer Inc. Testing gives the best deals possible, and so do Power Motorsports. Hit him up, powermotorsports.com. Thanks for honoring the whole thing right there and just listening to all those commercials. I really appreciate it. Gold star for you guys. We're back with the show now. So I was expecting Greg... 50-some-year-old, doesn't ride that much, needs a bike that corners. His quartering technique is not great. Paris, lots of corners. Greg was pleasantly surprised of how well it got into the corner. Didn't change the, didn't change anything. Greg hopped on this thing, didn't change a clicker, rode my clickers that I changed, did the exact same setup, and was like, I would buy one. So if you watch that video, uh, there is no two takes. This is all organic information. It's coming straight from him. And it's it's nice to hear some positivity uh, coming from someone that doesn't get to ride that much and likes this Yamaha. So he did mention that, yes, it does feel a little bit girthy at first, but once you ride it, you don't notice it. And I, I can concur with that. I will give you guys some credit if you're a different color a lover. You do ride a KTM or a Honda or a Cowie for a while. It, it feels great. And then you hop on a Yamaha, and it does take some time to get used to. Not going to lie. It takes me a little bit more time when I hop back onto a Yamaha to ride it well. A couple things. Yes, the the visual of it being thick in the shroud area, and then the ergonomics of the Yamaha. The pegs feel high. When I hop on a Yamaha, I feel like my legs are up near 
Uh, like my knees are super bent and they're up high. I like to drop my pegs a little bit, get rid of that Travis Preston stock bar mount position, forward. Yamaha decided to go in the forward hole with the mount back. I'm not down with that. It's okay when I'm standing, but when I go to, to sit and corner, not pumped. Move that bar mount back with it facing forward and to me a much more relaxed position for my six-foot frame. But that's neither here nor there. If you guys uh, are taller, you may like that. But that's why it's there. It's adjustment, okay? It's like choosing a flavor ice cream. Some people like chocolate. Some people like vanilla. All right? It doesn't matter. That's available to you. You can make that switch. It takes 10 minutes. So I just decide to put that mount in, you know, in the rear position and the forward, in the rear hole with the, with the forward position, and I like that better. But nonetheless, ergonomically, the Yamaha's hurting. And people say, oh, it's a big bike for big riders. That's false. I almost feel like it's made for smaller riders because that cockpit is so small. The rider triangle is built for a guy who's 5'9". You know, I had a Adrian over at Ride Engineering use one of my test bikes to try some clamps that he was been, you know, been trying to make. And he is a small dude, and he loves the cockpit, and he loved the bike. So a lot of the stigma and the weight and all these things, don't read into all of <laughs> everything that you uh, see or read over at uh, the other um, media outlet over there that, that busts up Yamahas a lot. So um, there's a lot of positives to the Yamaha. There's a lot of positives to the KTM. And I'm, I'm the harshest critic on any bike. I, just, I don't care what bike or what color it is. If it works great, I love to talk about it. If it doesn't work great, I love to talk about it. I want to make things better. Like I want to have four different bikes. Instead of me deciding... Uh, you know, I don't know what it is, a KTM or a Yamaha. I'd want to have, man, I don't know what to ride, a Honda, Cowie, KTM, Yamaha. I want to give my wife an even bigger headache on which bike I want to go race on. Because right now she thinks I'm crazy because I can never decide on which color I want to race now, and there's only two bikes that I choose. So just know, don't believe everything that you read, okay? Uh, I guess that could go from my side too. Like, it, I, you guys think I'm full of shit? That's That's fine as well. But I'm going to give you my honest opinion on what I think, no matter what. And to hear Greg say that the Yamaha isn't bad and it surprised him kind of woke me up a little bit and said, wow, for a guy that can't corner, uh, this bike cornered pretty damn well for him. And I think that is very true. It sets up a little bit slower, but it's very stable. It doesn't do anything funny. Uh, yeah, they're sure the race team guys want a lighter bike because they're pushing it. It's gnarly how they how they flex the chassis. We aren't doing that. Us mortal dudes aren't doing that. You have a guy, Travis Preston, that's a high-level rider. Um, they have another test rider, Stevie. He was at a high-level rider, um, and he still rides well. So these guys push the chassis in testing more than 90% of us do in the real world that's buying the bikes. So... I would put some clout towards what those guys are saying. And let's not forget Steve Butler. Been around race teams years. Lighter guy, smaller guy. He hops on it as well. So there's a lot of knowledge over there in the R&D area over at Yamaha. And I think they probably know better than us media fucking idiots. Okay? Um, but there is some things that is, is a concern for me. Ergonomics is one thing. Um, the engine is a little bit quick still off the bottom when I try to roll the corners. 
Um, I have to go to a different map. I went to a smooth character map um, that those guys put in for me. I like that as well as a TP3 map. I still go to that. I like that a lot. Um, so there are maps available from the Yamaha Power Tuner. That's a plus. So you can adjust that out, but I still think they could use a little bit more of a linear feel and a longer pulling power. That's that's my take on that. Um, overall, for me, overall feeling of the bike when I'm trying to go fast, one thing I complain about like with a Honda is on throttle leaning, when I'm trying to set up of a corner, it's a little bit harsh feeling. Well, this Yamaha feels really planted. That's what I like. And the KTM feels a little bit um, on throttle lean that it moves around too much for me. Well, this bike doesn't do that. So uh, a lot of people judge the character of a bike when it's in a corner. I judge a character how I can get into the corner, right? So if it's stable getting me to area one of the corner, I can probably get through my corner pretty good. And the Yamaha does that very well. has a great motor. You can lug it. Third gear roll-on is nice. You want to be lazy. And let me just tell you, the test rider, Greg, he is a huge lugging guy. Third and fourth gear. I try to get him to downshift. He won't do it. He's stuck in his ways. Uh, so I just shut my mouth and let him do what he does. And the Yamaha rewards him for that. Other bikes that I put him on didn't allow that. So if you are a lazy guy and a lugger, Simply put a smooth, controlled character map in it and continue to live your life in third gear and lug it, uh, lug it around and use that clutch. Um, piggybacking off of that and talking about the clutch, you guys are wondering, what the hell, man? I wanted to have a hydraulic clutch. Uh, I talked about this on the video as well. There is some good things about a hydraulic clutch, um, but I'm still, I still like and I prefer a cable clutch. Um, the Yamaha clutch isn't the strongest of the bunch. KTM does a great job of providing us a long longevity um, for the clutch fibers and the steels. Um, I get, and, and I'll be the first to admit it, I'm a clutch dragger. I slip the clutch a little bit to modulate my front wheel. Instead of getting off of the throttle, I just slip the, the clutch. And I can get a clutch... I don't know, 12 to 14 hours. That's about as long as I can get one on a Yamaha. Um, the benefit is Yamaha sells complete clutches in a box. You have fibers, you got steels, you got springs. It's 100 bucks or so, and you can change that out. Chances are you guys aren't a, an abusive clutch guy like me. You'll It'll last way longer for you. Um, parts, parts last a long time on the Yamaha. Um, I will say this as well. There is some throttle play issues um, coming off of the showroom floor. Like you notice, you'll adjust your throttle play on top where the cable is, and you'll still have a lot of play. You need to go down and adjust that by the throttle body. You can adjust that out. So that is kind of a pain to ask, but that is something to be noted. If you have too much throttle play up top, simply follow that brake, or I'm sorry, follow that throttle cable down near to the throttle body and you can adjust it down there and then find your happy place for your throttle play but otherwise guys you can just uh see insert 2021 um feelings thoughts specs um besides suspension obviously but you can insert all the engine specs and things um up on this 22 as well uh dunlop mx33s i would put it dunlop mx3s front and then leave the 33 rear on 
the fork height on this 22, you can adjust anywhere between 5 mil, which is stock, to about 3 to 2 mil. I go to 2 to 3 when I go to faster tracks, sandier tracks, and I always try to keep the sag around 104. Um, that's where I'm at right now. Stock gearing for me, 1349 is the move. I have tried 1453, 1452, and that's a little bit better for the chassis feeling on acceleration bumps, but for the stock gearbox, I would just stick with the 1349. Um, unless you really want to be that third-year Greg Loop kind of lugging guy, then I would go to uh, simply do the Jody. Simply insert MXA's gearing spec right here to a 1350 uh, and uh, continue to live your life in third gear and lug your way around. That is fine as well. Um, so, yeah, so the the not a lot else to say. This is going to be a short pod just because I simply think it's just it's a great bike. I do want to mention some GYTR parts. You guys talked to me about intakes and things. GYTR does make a uh, airflow kit, which is 150 bucks. Again, I talked about Twin Air. There's a little bit more expensive because there's an aluminum um, cage versus a plastic one, and it simply removes that screen out. I talked about this on the 250F pod. If you want to uh, run an open screen okay, into your intake, you lean your bike to the left side or right side, whatever. I'm leaning mine to the left side. And then take off the airbox cover and then take off your air filter. And what that does is prevent any kind of shit going down in your intake and having your your throttle uh, body swallow it up. Okay, so lean it over to the left, take it off slowly, and then you can chop back it or wipe it out, and that way if it does any kind of particles fall in, they're not falling all the way down to the bottom and your, your uh, engine's not sucking that, that crappy um, dirt that is going into your filter. Um, GYTR also makes... Heads, cylinder, uh, yeah, they make a whole freaking head kit with valves and everything in it. If you want more power, I have tried that. It is, uh, it is fun to ride, man. It it is fun to ride, but uh, whew, it's a lot of power, and uh, I love that 250F kit that they make. Uh, but the 450, I don't know, man. For me, the move would be uh, a Vortex ECU mapped by Chad. That's what I have on my bike. Uh, actually, Travis Preston has rode my bike. He loves the linear connection, all of that on my bike, and a muffler. And I would leave my stock engine in there, and it's plenty of power for me, plenty. 2022 YZ450F uh, sells for $95.99. There is a Monster Energy Claw Racing Edition, and that is $97.99 uh, for the 450. 250 sells for $84.99, and that Monster 250 sells for $86.99. So, yeah, a lot of accessories. I was a, a part of the GYTR family. I worked in-house for over five years, and I do like the – what I do like about Yamaha is they have their Yamaha parts and accessories division, and it's quality stuff. Uh, it goes through a rigorous testing process, especially the engines. Um, there is a standard that Yamaha tries to uphold – and we used to have to do like 1500k for a criteria to make things last. And if it did, then it would go forward and, you know, we could resale it, you know, and go up for sale. Um, but if it doesn't pass that, they simply don't sell it. So I like that YPAD, GYTR, still has genuine parts 
and accessories for the Yamaha owner to sell. Honda used to have stuff like that. Um, I know KTM has the hard parts. They have a bunch of shit too, but it's it's not as accessible, I guess, as it used to be. That things have gone dwindled down a little bit from what they sell. I mean, they sell toasters at KTM still, but like performance parts, like engines. KTM doesn't do that. So Yamaha is one of the only ones that I, that I know of that actually sell um, hop-up parts for your YZs. That's pretty bitching, and I think that's cool. And then, and you're getting the, you know, the OEM advantage. Like, it's developed by Yamaha engineers and test riders in-house. That's what's awesome. So it has a criteria. It has, has to be upheld. So a lot of plus, um, a lot of upside um, to go into um, some aftermarket parts from GYTR. And don't forget, Yamaha offers uh, off-road demo programs all over the world. They did over 77 demos um, over the course of a year. You can try Yamaha. Just a lot of things that Yamaha's a part of. They still have a good amateur presence, and uh, one of the few guys, one of the few manufacturers that still do a lot of, of amateur racing, supporting through dealerships and things like that. So... There is a lot of upside to going to Yamaha. And, of course, durability. We talk about that a lot. Durability is a huge thing when you're spending your own money and uh, you want to keep your bike for three to four years. Uh, Yamaha is a great, great bike. I have ran my bike, God, my 450, over 100 hours with zero maintenance. Besides putting in clutches, I have didn't even check valves. Didn't check the valve clearances. I just put clutches in it and oil. Oil filters, air filters, brake pads, and ran the shit out of it and have had zero problems. I did blow up one. I've had blown up one 450 um, out of the many years that I've uh, I've ridden. And, and I think I, I burned the shit out of it because I was riding such a deep, like, deep sand track. I mean, I'm talking deep, and I rode it for, like, almost a week. And um, I think I just ended up melting that piston to the cylinder. But... Um, Probably should have changed the oil more than I did, and I didn't. So that uh, could have been on me. But that's the only problem I've ever had with the 450 Yamaha. <clears throat> it's been great. And if you guys have any other questions about a Yamaha, you can always hit me up, Chris, at KieferInkTesting.com. I'm happy to talk about it. Um, as you guys can tell, the way I talk about a Yamaha, um, you guys know that I like it. Again, you will never see me be biased towards any motorcycle just because I like Riding a Yamaha doesn't mean other bikes aren't enjoyable to ride or or not great for other people. I'm I'm very <laughs> I'm very aware on how the YZ450F isn't for everybody. Like I get it. I understand it. And actually I recommend um shit on the daily. I recommend a lot of KTM and Cowies 450s for some guys just because I think their description that they give me um, I think those two bikes benefit them more than a Yamaha. But for me, I will always tell you the truth. I'll give you the information that I have, that I know. And if I have the settings here, I'll, I'll pass that along to you. So thank you guys for joining me. This has been the 2022 YZ450F first impression, if you want to call it that, first. I'm the first impression of the bike that hasn't changed a lot. Um, support these advertisers that support the show. It's fun to do. I like to bullshit with you. Even though I'm here alone in the studio, I feel like you guys are right there with me, and it is fun. As always, you see me at the track, come over, say hi. 
Uh, we want to talk about dirt bikes, settings, whatever it is. I'm here to help you. I don't have a billboard on my van that says, come here, I'll talk to you. But just know, if you're a part of this family and a part of this podcast, you guys are more than welcome to come up and hang out and bullshit. And we'll talk about your bike. It's, and it's what we do here. We love dirt bikes. We're a big community. And uh, I'm here to help you guys. So we'll see you on the next go around next week. I'm sure we're going to have uh, what? Shoot. We're going to be battling it out. That's right. I've heard your calls. YZ250F versus CRF250R. We're going to compare those back to back. And we're going to have a different style of riders, different types of riders, weights, abilities. And we're going to just do little mini shootouts until we get to our shootout. Because I feel like I get a lot of emails um, concerning this Honda 250R and the YZ250F. Which one should I buy? So we're going to be doing that. I have a Honda 450 uh, pod to talk to you guys about settings and Husqvarna's. And guess what? Holy shit. Two strokes. That's right. I have two strokes in the shop right now on deck getting ready to test. Going to do some settings. We're going to talk about it. Am I happy about it? No. But I'm doing it for you, the listener. Two strokes. Just vibrating all over hell. We're here for you. Two strokes. That's right. I know a lot of you guys still got a big heart on for two strokes. So we're going to do that and get you some information that you guys want. And uh, hopefully you guys enjoy it. We'll see you at the track. If not, we'll see you next week on the show.